If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. DFS today. Here we are live from the FanDuel Sportsbook in the Meadowlands. SportsGrid Studios, thanks for joining us on The Grid. Sumo Channel 719, I'm Mike Blute along with Joe Pisapia. We're excited to have you here for Week 10 to go through all the uh, things that you need in order to set a successful DFS lineup. And, Joe, I think the first thing off the bat is the amount of teams that are on by. Clearly some high-powered teams that we're used to putting guys in lineups. we got the Texans out this week, Patriots, Eagles, uh, Washington, the Broncos also in there. So shorter main slate today. Yeah, and a shorter group of running backs to choose from, too. And I think that's the thing that really is telling. Last week it was a shorter pool of wider receivers this week is a little bit more running backs you mentioned the broncos you mentioned the eagles less guys to kind of choose from now not a lot of high-end guys there either but at the same time when you look at the slush of the slate too in the main slate you're gonna have ezekiel elliott playing over on uh on sunday night you're gonna have on monday night chris carson uh as well so some of those guys get kind of pulled out so now we become a little bit more cmc focused in those cash games as we should be but that price for cmc has certainly gone up hasn't it yeah uh, you know I, clearly the guy is in the midst of an MVP campaign type of season, and we're going to be looking and searching for ways to get him in lineups, but it is going to be difficult. We may have to mix and match with him a little bit. We'll see if we can find some value plays, really, at the running back position when we get to that position uh, in the next segment. But really, to get started with uh, game stacks in general, uh, we have Arizona at Tampa Bay expecting a lot of points to be scored there, yes? Yeah, you know, we are. Uh, last week, there was a lot of ex- points to be expected as well from the Buccaneers game with the Seahawks, and it did not disappoint. We all know that. This week, I don't think it will 
little disappoint either, but I don't think we're talking about the same upside that we were talking about uh, last week because, well, can Kyler Murray really keep pace? Because the way to beat Tampa is, of course, not to run the football, but to throw the ball. And are we in a place now where we trust Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald? I don't know if I'm there yet. I do trust David Johnson. He's going to be back today. That's a big positive for them in that passing game, too. I would expect, too, coming off that injury, for David Johnson to play a little bit more in the slot, perhaps, and kind of run that role a little bit more. And you'll see some Kenyon Drake and some DJ sets as well at the same time. I know Christian Kirk projects really well at uh, in the Daily Roto lineup optimizer is a good value, so possibilities there clearly. The thing about Tampa is that, <clears throat> to this point, uh, other than their bye week... <laughs> You had at least one of Chris Godwin or Mike Evans earning 29 DraftKings points. Yeah. Now, it's not both of them every week, so you've had to play a little bit of a guessing game. But if you've been on the Tampa receivers all year and just been alternating back and forth, it's been big points and big money. It has. And look, it's a really good matchup today, too. I know Patrick Peterson is going to be on Mike Evans. So what? That's okay. It doesn't matter. Patrick Peterson wasn't exactly like the world on fire when Emmanuel Sanders was catching touchdowns and running a muck all over him a couple Thursdays ago. But Let's go back to Chris Godwin, too, and not forget how good he's been. This is a great opportunity there with Peterson moving out probably to take on Mike Evans. You're going to have Chris Godwin free in the slot. That's going to be a whole lot of action there for him. So the stack in this game, to me, it's clearly on the Tampa side of things. If you want to go against the ownership, a little contrarian play, I understand getting involved in Arizona. I just don't think they have the same kind of upside that Winston and the Bucks do today. Important thing to note about Patrick Peterson after coming back from his suspension has not been good. Uh, he's been targeted 17 times, giving up 204 yards in the two games. So keep that in mind if you want to stick with Mike Evans. Uh, still some upside there. Uh, let's go move on to the next game we're going to talk about in terms of stacking. Atlanta uh, at New Orleans. Atlanta, a huge uh, underdog in this game, 13.5 points at last check. Uh, but uh, they may have to throw their way back into it. Matt Ryan is one of the few quarterbacks in the league, averaging over 300 passing yards per game. So how do you see this game lining up? Well, this one to me is not going to disappoint. And as bad as the Falcons' defense has been, and they are, and I'm sure Drew Brees is going to have a day, as he always does, I don't want to forget about Matt Ryan either. Matt Ryan's had a very good season here. I know he was banged up with that ankle injury. Everything seems to be okay. Have the extra rest time with the bye. So you'd imagine everything is okay with Matt Ryan this week. Now, Marshawn Lattimore has played very, very well. No doubt about that. And certainly Julio's going to have his hands full with him. But that does mean opportunities for Calvin Ridley in this game. It means plenty of opportunities for Austin. Austin Hooper, and Devontae Freeman as well. So I am very confident that Matt Ryan's going to be behind in this game. And as good as the Saints' defense has played, I'm still confident that Matt Ryan can get it done. This is uh, another one of these respect games here. The Falcons don't have a whole lot to play for. I think we all realize that where we are in the season in Week 10, that they are just not a good football team. They're not playoff bound. But there's a certain amount of respect I feel like sometimes you're looking for, and this is an in-division game, an arrival, and I think uh, Matt Ryan and the Falcons will show up at least offensively today because defensively they just don't have the personnel to do that. Yeah, uh, it, basically the implied total is somewhere in the range of 33 to 17 or so, so Falcons not with a lot of implied points, but still uh, I tend to think in this in the divisional game, especially the way that divisional underdogs have performed this season, I think the Falcons have at least a puncher's chance to keep it close. I would never predict them to win the game today simply because New Orleans is, is rested and they have uh, their full complement of weapons, but something to consider. Let's go to the last game that we're going to talk about in terms of game stacks, at least for now. Uh, Kansas City at Tennessee. you got Pat Mahomes back. That's really the story of the NFL week this week. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Patrick Mahomes being back is, uh, is a huge win for Kansas City, and let's also not forget that 
Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill healthy on the same field this year has not been something we've seen very often. So I'm looking forward to seeing it today. It's a fantastic matchup, too. It's a great pairing if you want to get a little exposure to that and kind of fade away from how the high ownership of Drew Brees and Michael Thomas or the high ownership of some of the other guys that we talked about today already with James Winston and Evans perhaps as well. So Mahomes kind of falls into that category of he's still elite, but He's been away for a couple weeks, so where do we rank him? Where do we put him? He's still at the top of the board. The Titans are not going to go away in this matchup. The Titans are a pretty good football team. But at the same time, you have to imagine healthy Patrick Mahomes, healthy Tyreek Hill, healthy Travis Kelsey, that this Chiefs offense is going to roll again today. That game's at a pretty crooked number right now. Five and a half uh, is the spread, but 49 and a half total. So clearly points expected. I, uh, let's focus on Kelsey for one second. We'll talk about him again later. But on this slate in particular, Granted, he's expensive, but relative to the other options, Kelsey seems like the most bankable. You have Austin Hooper in a pretty good matchup, but it is a tough defense. I feel like this might be the type of week where even though he hasn't gotten into the end zone much this year, you may want to load up on Travis Kelsey. It, one of it's your options. certainly an opportunity. I think it's funny. It almost feels more like a GPP play because – he really just hasn't gone off. He hasn't had that big Kelsey day, and who knows? It could be today, but I think Austin Hooper in cash games especially has a higher floor, so I would go that route. And then one more game, too. I think that Carolina Packer game is going to have a big total, too. CMC is going to run amok. Aaron Rodgers basically like calling a lot of guys out, too. They're back at home. Devontae Adams is back as well. I know last week was embarrassing. They go back to Lambeau. I would imagine the Green Bay Packers get right with that offense. And I think Carolina can keep pace with them. DJ Moore has been fantastic. You look at that game log. I think this is going to be a very competitive game and a surprising total, too. And Curtis Samuel's numbers on the year, too. He's got his expected uh, yardage and expected points per PPR. He's been underperforming quite a bit relative what the, to what the projections are. So let's just listen to the Daily Roto podcast over the course of the week, and it seems like he's a guy that could regress to the mean, and not necessarily this week, but over the course of the next couple of weeks, and it's a, it's a possibility to take a shot today. Curtis Samuel might be a guy that maybe matches D.J. Moore's productions and, and rounds out this offense a little bit more. Well, he's definitely Allen. another guy that you're fighting ownership or you're looking for a little yeah. one-off in a tournament, in a multi-entry tournament. I could certainly understand that. However, I think the floor of what D.J. Moore is doing, you look at the game log, you look at the target volume, and yeah. I know Daily Roto is big on target volume. I think the target volume is just undeniable with D.J. Moore. Yeah, uh, so good stuff. So those are a few games that we're going to focus on. I think it's nice to sort of set a base for you to understand as we start to name these players from some of these games where we're looking at highs, projected totals, and offenses that can really move the ball down the field. So we're going to come back. We're going to talk quarterbacks. We'll talk running. Well, sorry, we're going to talk running backs next. We'll do wide receivers, tight ends, and all the other positional groups. It's DFS Today, Zumo Channel 719. If you want the edge, stay on the grid. We'll be right back. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Needs. We're back on the grid. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday morning, week 10. If you're watching us live, thank you for tuning in on Zumo Channel 719 or on Stir. Just been added to that uh, network, so we appreciate you uh, watching us there. For those of you listening on uh, TuneIn Radio or iHeartRadio or the Fantasy Sports Radio app, thank you. We appreciate it. Just me and Joe. He's on Twitter at JoePCPS17, and I'm on Twitter at Mike Blewett. And follow us all, uh, all the action that we have today and every day at SportsGrid on Twitter. And, on Inst- and follow us on YouTube. And Instagram at SportsGrid TV. Everywhere. So, there's, yeah. there's a lot of I mean, social media There's things. a lot of things. Just, just follow us everywhere. There's a lot going on. All over the place. Maybe I shouldn't rattle it off all in a row because it's confusing, but. Uh, maybe we should get a graphic for it. Maybe. We'll get a graphic. Maybe we'll get one of All those. the places you can follow us and watch the show. We'll get Will on that. And, yeah, and get running, on that, Will. Running to the windows uh, to place bets. So, all right, let's let's uh, let's get to it. Let's get to the running back position because this is where – Look, like every week, there's some strategy involved. Christian McCaffrey could not be producing at a higher level. But now the price is commensurate with that because he's extremely expensive. So clearly you can play him against the Packers. You can expect good returns. But what do we do outside of him? 
Well, the hard part is, <laughs> you know, what a guy. How many guys are on that slate today that could put up 40 DFS points? Right? Not a lot. Christian McCaffrey can. He's capable, and he's in a matchup where it's certainly possible. So what does that mean? It means you need lineup builder guys. We've got a couple of wide receiver that can help, but there's one in particular running back who's back this week that helps a lot, and his name is Kareem Hunt. And I understand Kareem Hunt. You go, well, he hasn't played all year, but he has been practicing the last couple of weeks. So he's not just coming fresh out of nowhere. He's going to have plays already tailored to him. We already know that. They've already come out and said he's going to touch the football. And it would be very surprising to me if he didn't touch the football 10 times. Why did you go out there and make this signing if you're not going to utilize him in this game? And Kareem Hunt also is a nice compliment to Chubb because Chubb is a very good running back. He's had a great season. But at the same time, I think in terms of catching the football, Kareem Hunt excels in that area. And that's a that dynamic in the offense. You could certainly push him in. And I'd like to see that. And when you have a guy who's min salary, he's 4500 over on uh, FanDuel. He's base salary 3 k on DK. He's a guy that allows you to go out to McCaffrey. Now, is there a little bit of risk there? Sure. But that's what DFS is. There's a little bit of risk sometimes. It is a single-entry tournament. No. In a multi-entry tournament, though, I think this is a good play. I think Kareem Hunt allows you to go up there, get McCaffrey and Michael Thomas, and a whole lot more. Yeah. Uh Certainly, I think as Joe Apley stated, there are a few very high-priced options. We talked about Kelsey, Michael Thomas, and Christian McCaffrey so far. If you were to play all three of those guys, and it would be difficult, you're going to have to drop down to at other positions. And I think this is a type of play. Another guy that you like there, before we get into some of the other uh, higher-priced options, another guy you like there as maybe a, a pivot is J.D. McKissick from Detroit, yes? Uh, yeah, I do. And I'll tell you what, the reason is even increasing because the more Stafford's back is an issue and the more he's a game-time decision today, potentially. You look at McKissick and his workload probably going up a tick no matter who's playing quarterback. And yes, the Bears theoretically are a good defense, but they have not been good against running backs at all in terms of fantasy points the last couple weeks. So keep that in mind. And the other guy, too, got off a huge week last week in that same game against the Browns is Devin Singletary. Now, Devin Singletary, look, one of my favorite running backs coming into the season, very high on him. He had a great first game right here in the Meadowlands where we broadcast from. And it's been basically injuries and inconsistency since. Now, last week, finally healthy, finally got the workload, and he was spectacular. Got involved in a passing game, too. I expect him to have a big day. He's another guy that is certainly lower down on this running back scale and allows you to go up to some of those high-priced talents in that New Orleans-Atlanta game or in that Bucks game as well. I think Singletary is a buy-right kind of guy. For You're going to talk seasonal leagues in the next hour. Oh, I think he's the type of guy that you want to jump on now, but uh, on a week-to-week basis, I think you're right. I think he's going to be really involved in this offense. They brought him along slowly. He was banged up a little, but now as this offense is finding its way, they know it isn't really going to be the vertical passing offense that they had hoped it could be. No. They'll still take some shots with John Brown, but he's going to leave that team in rushing in the second half. Yeah, that's right. There's I'm no doubt you. about that. From I'm with you. So on a week-to-week basis, I, I think there's some real options here, and Cleveland hasn't proven to be uh, very capable defensively. They can put some pass rush going with Miles Garrett, but I think uh, running the ball, they could be a success today. So let's talk about some of the other options there as well, because we have some higher-priced options that are uh, in good shape today too with matchups. Alvin Kamara, even though he's coming back from injury. I guess I would ask you, Joe, is what do you think of Kamara versus Latavius Murray in this game today? What do you think the breakdown is? I I guess that's the risk, right? You can't go all in on Kamara because of that. Well, it becomes very tricky because now I feel like we're living in the past with him and Mark Ingram again, which is not necessarily a bad thing. That's right. They were both viable. We think about the best Alvin Kamara we've seen so far, and maybe it's because of the health so far this year. 
of Alvin Kamara not being right, and maybe that's why we haven't seen more. But the best version of Kamara we saw was in a, I don't want to say limited role, but a very specific role with Mark Ingram carrying the other side of that workload. And if that's going to be the case going forward, and Latavius Murray is really going to have more like 100% of the workload Mark Ingram used to have as opposed to what we thought maybe that 60% and a lot more going to Kamara, I think they're both viable in this game. I think Latavius Murray has a little bit more touchdown upside. Alvin, Alvin Kamara, obviously a little bit more desirable in the full-point PPR. And there's certainly enough to go around in this game, too. Yeah. That's the thing to keep in mind. So Look, I don't think having him is going to be a problem. But you're right. You can't count on him the way you can on CMC, who's sure. the guy. From, from a philosophical standpoint, especially with the way that Latavius Murray has performed, why wouldn't they share the ball? They're playing for a Super Bowl. Nothing. Nothing and else matters. And keeps everybody healthy too. That's right. Keeps, you know, That's the whole less, point. Yeah, a little. Kamara shouldn't have a, a large workload. Why would they give him a Christian McCaffrey workload if they don't have to, or a workload of a guy like Saquon Barkley, who we'll talk about? Would next. you pair them together in the same lineup? No, I don't think so. Because I think, I think you have to thread the needle for them to put up like forty-five points in order to do that. It That's would fair. concern me because Michael Thomas is obviously going to have some market share there and Kamara would have some market share. The only way it would really work is if they put up the big numbers that I just talked about or all the touchdown equity goes to the two running backs, two each. And that, that's a lot to ask for. It is a lot to ask. So I agree. Um, so let's go to the game that's actually behind us today at 1 o'clock. Right behind us? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, no. There's oh, a stadium. Right There's it. a stadium through the door. You go through the door, walk over the racetrack, oh, dodge a funny. couple of ponds. Yeah. So uh, Jets-Giants. Barn burner today. But actually, uh, we, we we joke. We, we kid because we love. Not really. But... Uh, Points expected today. We got Daniel Jones. We've got a couple of guys out for the Giants. So it starts to condense a little bit more, and Barkley's going to have to be a big part of it today. He is. Uh, Golden Tate's going to be a big part of it, too. But, look, Saquon is your focal point of this offense. And the more they start to push Saquon Barkley as that, I think he's a very good value today. You know, if you look at some of the Jets' numbers so far against the running backs, and they look pretty good. They also haven't played a lot of teams that run the football predominantly either. So I think you take that number with a bit of a grain of salt in terms of the ranking. But, yeah, Saquon is a great pivot today. If you want to fade away from McCaffrey at the top of that board, it makes a lot of sense. And obviously, too, in terms of workload today, you're going to get a lot from Mark Ingram in that game against the Bengals. That's a guy you got to love in terms of workload. And Aaron Jones to bounce back as, as well because Aaron Jones, obviously the entire Packer offense was disappointment last week. I don't think that will be the case this week. So expect a lot from him. Him and Ingram, I think, are the two guys in terms of volume you would expect the most with the uh, amount that they have to spend in terms of return on investment. For okay, them. a few more rapid-fire guys. Uh, how about Le'Veon Bell going opposite Saquon Barkley today? He says he's playing. Shouldn't be an issue. I just worry about the touchdown upside. I worry about yeah. the Jets being able to score and whether or not they're folding up the tents. It's going to be a very telling game here for the rest of the season for the Jets. Jalen Samuels, he's uh, back in full workload today. you got Trey Edmonds, who is going to play, although it looked earlier in the week like he may not. Uh, but James Conner out again. You know, it's funny with Edmonds' workload, too, looking pretty good in that game. He's another interesting low-end guy to help you pay up for McCaffrey. Uh, I would say I like him a little bit more on the DK side on the full-point PPR in terms of Jalen Samuels, though. Yeah, okay. Uh, Marlon Mack uh, going up against Miami today. Yeah, you know what? Brian Hoyer is not that bad at football, folks. I know. I mean, last week he came in, he threw for three touchdowns. He took the uh, the Texans to the playoffs a couple years ago. Yeah. I mean, he's very capable of running this offense in this matchup especially so I would not be too concerned I think Marlon Mack is good for that the problem with Marlon Mack too is he's lacked a lot of those big days it's been an okay floor 
But in terms of the ceiling, it hasn't really been there. So I think a guy like uh, Mark Ingram is probably a much wiser play or Aaron Jones. Yeah, uh, so you already mentioned Montgomery. You mentioned a couple other guys. So, um, all right, so that's it at the running back position. We'll obviously get into other game stacks. We'll get into wide receivers, tight ends, QBs, uh, defenses, all and so all the game stacks again. that we need to focus on. But you got some really interesting options there beyond Christian McCaffrey. It's going to be it's, – it's really the most interesting position this week is running back because McCaffrey's price makes it difficult. I think we gave you some low-priced options that can help you out. So it's Mike and Joe will come back on Sports Grid TV, live from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands with people watching us all around. We'll be right back on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever 
you get your podcast. If you want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season, then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. So if you're playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you're doing it wrong. Send through the promo code ACTION, that's A-C-T-I-O-N, for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION. For a 10% discount, dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made. So uh, thanks again for joining us. And for those of you that are in the area and maybe going to Jets-Giants or maybe going to be around uh, during, after the game, pick yourself up one of these. We're live at the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. And uh, it's our best bets. you got Gabe Morenci's best bets. You've They're got moving the, at all daily, times. DailyRoto.com, best bets. So uh, it's a good tip sheet to have and, and something I utilize uh, each and every week when we're talking about wagering and lines and, and everything else. So, all right, let's move on to uh, wide receiver position because we talked a lot about Michael Thomas and even Mike Evans and Chris Godwin uh, off the top of the show simply because – they're in high total games, and we know that all three of them have produced with pretty with regularity. Look, Mike Evans was chalk last week, right? Yeah. Was the chalk right? Yes, it was. And then when the chalk is right, you still go with the chalk, and the chalk is Michael Thomas. I don't know if I could get any chalkier than Michael Thomas this week against the Atlanta Falcons, but I don't care. I don't care. I want all the Michael Thomas shares. I want them all, Mike Blewett, because it's just a fantastic matchup. That secondary is just dreadful. They don't tackle anybody. Michael Thomas is one of the best in the NFL at breaking tackles, getting open and all of that. It's just going to be a long, long day. This could be one of those games where if you don't have Michael Thomas in a tournament, it might be hard to cash. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the Saints have played eight games to this point. They're 7-1. and one. They have, he, has scored, he has had at least eight catches in all but one game. And he has had 85 receiving yards in all but one. I can't game. believe he's just 8,700 on Fanduel. His he his, could be 95 right now. His projections for the season are out of control. Like if he if he stays on this pace for the rest of the season, he'll break multiple records. So, uh, all right. So that, that's Michael Thomas. I, I don't think we need to say any more about how much we like. But him. we could. Uh, we we could. could go on we an could. entire segment how we, much I like Michael we Thomas could. today. We, we, could. we won't. Uh, so let's talk about another guy that we mentioned at the top, and that's Devontae Adams. I think if the Packers have proven anything, Aaron Rodgers likes two guys. <laughs> and it's not you and me. No. It's not you and me. Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. That's about it. Jamal Williams gets in the mix a little bit. A little bit. But. He tolerates Jamal Williams. But we know that there's a ceiling on what Jamal Williams is going to look like on a week-to-week basis. But Devontae Adams back in the mix. He doesn't have to worry about the other receivers dropping passes. No, I know some other people were worried. They said he was sore after the game with the toe. And, of course, he was sore. It was the first yeah. time he's played a full game on it. Didn't mean he didn't it's play. It's week 10 of the NFL season. They're the all NFL. sore. I'm sore, and I'm uh, not even playing. Right. I'm just covering it. My feet Chairs are, are not me. great. Oh, they're horrendous. My back, my feet, everything. But at the same time, what you want to understand is Devontae Adams, like Mike is saying, just a huge funnel of target volume there. We're talking double-digit potential in targets. And in a matchup where at home you would imagine there's a lot of touchdown upside, even two touchdown upside for him. And looking to bounce back, I think that's the other thing too, Mike, because you're looking at a team that was just dreadful last week. There were some rumors there that it might have been a little partying out there in L.A. for some of those uh, Green Bay Packers, which I can understand. I don't know what the nightlife is like out there in Green Bay. 
Can't imagine it being the same as Oh, Los certainly Angeles. not Los Angeles. I would imagine not. I don't know what the biggest club there is out, uh. out there in Green Bay, Wisconsin. But whatever that club is, Mike and I still can't get into it, I guarantee. However, Devontae Adams is in that club, and he should be in your lineups today. He's a great pivot, too, if you're looking to get away from a little of the Michael Thomas ownership and still get a big high-end ceiling. Devontae Adams has that. And as we talked at the top of the show, too, I feel like this is a guy where you look at him and you look at the total potentially of this Green Bay game. This Green Bay Carolina game I think is the sneaky total today Mike I like it because I'm not I I think Green Bay proved that their defense has gotten better mm-hmm. I don't think they've proved to me or to a lot of us that they're ready to do this on a week-to-week basis and shut teams down uh the Chargers had their way with them to an extent I, although that was more of a defensive dominance against the Packers but I think there's points to be had I'm with you I I, I don't think that the Packers defensive personnel is the type of personnel that can shut down no. an offense with this and type their, of weapon. Their defense was a little overrated after the first couple of weeks. I agree. Now That's with perspective, when we go back and look at the teams that they played, we say, oh, well, they beat the Bears. Okay. Well, yeah, they, they can't beat play the offense. Lions. They beat, you know, yeah. they beat teams that we go, well, we had some hopes for or expectations for or were playing well at the time. But now that we can sit back with the perspective of Week 10, we can obviously say, Hey, this Green Bay Packer defense is okay. It's not great. Totally agree. So, uh, all right, guy, we we're talking about with Pat Mahomes, uh, matchup with Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill. We Mullen haven't had Tyreek a chance. To, we haven't had a chance to really talk about him. I feel like on a regular basis. He hasn't basis, been on the field. But, yeah. And then when he's been on the field, Patrick Mahomes has it. This is the perfect storm. Yes. We're finally getting it. We're finally getting that opportunity to get both these guys on the field at the same time. And, Mike, I love this. I love this opportunity for him to be back here. It's a huge opportunity. We all know Tyreek Hill is one of these guys that does not have to touch the football uh, ten times in order to be successful, basically one time. Yeah. And that's all he needs. And he has absolutely been brilliant uh, in the stead. Uh, of playing with Matt Moore when Patrick Mahomes was out, and now that he's back together in this game, I just don't see why Tyreek Hill wouldn't be a very popular choice, and I think he should be. Yeah, I I, I concur. And one thing I would say, it, it was a really interesting note from Drew Dinkmeyer uh, from Daily Road on. I'll have him on at 10.40 Eastern time uh, to talk to him a little bit more uh, through this DFS slate. In that, stacking Pat Mahomes with Tyreek Hill is absolutely an option that you can have, right? Very high-powered. But what is interesting about using Tyreek Hill is that if he is successful, if you're looking for double and triple stacks, that's maybe not necessarily – now we're talking about using a lot of different lineups. Maybe not necessarily the way you should load up. For example, Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill. For this reason, Hill's plays are so explosive that he is in the long run a drive killer. Do you know what I mean? Sure. He hits 50, 60, 70-yard plays. So the volume of plays going to other guys gets reduced when Hill is successful. So something to keep in mind if you're like, I'm just going to stack the Chiefs. Yeah, you can thread the needle, but your percentage and the likelihood of all three of those guys working out is lowered. So if you're going to use Hill with Mahomes, that's an acceptable strategy. You don't have to double and triple stack. Does that make sense? It does. I also enjoy your use of sewing analogies today. Yeah, it's a lot. I'm going a lot with needles. It's a lot of I'm not a sewer, but I'm going a lot with needles. I'll switch it up. I'm going to Mike Blewett. Yeah, I'll I'll have to mix it up uh, in the next segment. So I love uh, it. I think it's great. uh, You're not going to catch on any other fantasy show. One of one of the uh, uh, guys watching here asked us during the break about Cooper Cup and this Rams Steelers game today. Now you and I think that there's an opportunity for the Steelers to win this game outright, and that the defensive pressure put on these quarterbacks could create problems. So how do you feel about Cooper Cup? Who is the safety blanket in that offense? There's no cooks today, so how do we feel? Well, I think the book is out. I think we all know Todd Gurley's not 
the game-changing running back that he used to be. And that's unfortunate. You mean they lied? They lied. They lied, Mike. They lied. It's very sad, but they did. They lied to us. Okay, lied to us. Uh, and then, look, we were all optimistic that it would be. So how do you stop the Rams right now? You stop Cooper Cup. That's what you do. Brandon Cooks is out of this game, too. Robert Woods has not had a great year so far. So how do you stop this offense? It's pretty simple to me. And I feel like the Steelers have the pass rush and the ability to play at linebacker, too, that I think will, you know, guys like Devin Bush can get out there and cover a little bit. Have a faster running, uh, faster linebacking core. And I think that when you look at that, that's why I like the Steelers in this one to have a chance, at least to cover, maybe even to win potentially this game as well. And uh, I actually think Josh Reynolds becomes the guy to look at because I think that's the guy that's going to get the least amount of attention. When he came in last week for Cooks, he got a ton of action in that game. I think he got eight targets. He only caught three of them, but one was for a touchdown. So I would expect Reynolds to be another one of these lineup builder guys at wide receiver. It allows you to go up to Thomas, allows you to go up to Evans, allows you to go up to CMC at running back. I think Reynolds is another one of these guys to keep an eye on because I do think he's a responsible punt play kind of like Kareem Hunt where he's going to be involved in the offense he's going to touch the football it's just a matter of how much and there's upside there if he does and as the resident Steelers fan the uh there's some mockery about the Minka Fitzpatrick trade and I, I will tell you I'll I had none of it and I will have none of it that defense has been remade by his presence there right uh the defensive backfield is now matching the talent of the linebacking core and I do think that moving forward I said this weeks ago but moving forward this is the personality of the team, especially with Rudolph and or Hodges in there. If Rudolph were to go down again, hopefully not. But uh, they are going to attack defensively. The, the thing the Steelers' defense struggled with the last couple of years was getting turnovers, and now they're getting them. In they're space. getting turnovers because they're getting to the quarterback. That's right. That's the other thing, too. The, you know, a guy like Fitzpatrick, when he locks somebody down, it allows you to go after the quarterback, and I think that's what's been so spectacular to watch lately is you're right. This team has been remade, reborn a little bit, and I am not a Steelers lover by any stretch of the means, but I'm giving them a lot of respect here in this game. Plus, Jared Goff on the road. Not necessarily the guy that you trust. And the Rams all year have been a team that you were continuously questioned and say, well, when are they going to show up? Maybe they just don't. Maybe they are this team that's going to end up being 9-7 and seven when all is said and done. And I think they're going to struggle here, and I'm going to fade away from Cooper Cup in this I, game. This is a bad matchup from, in my eyes for the Rams. I just don't know if they'll be able to hold up to the attacking style of the defense uh, of, of the Steelers, at least in terms of point total. Not guaranteeing wins or anything, but I think that's where they'll struggle. We talked about DJ Moore a whole bunch. How about Christian Kirk and Golden Tate, those two guys? You know, my problem with Kirk is the floor has been low. Yeah. You know, and I feel like this is one of those things where we look at it on paper and go, okay, it should be Christian Kirk. But you know what? I don't love it nearly as much as I love Golden Tate, whose volume I think is uh, certainly a much better play. And uh, in terms of DJ Moore, too, another guy where I look at the volume of guys like Moore, guys like Golden Tate, their role in the offense, the consistency of those roles, whereas Kirk, to me, it looks good on paper, and yes, it could show up. But in terms of is it a good investment, right now, I don't think it is, to tell you the truth. And I don't feel good about Larry Fitzgerald in this game either, and that's why I'm worried about this total today for that game. There's a lot of high expectations there, and if the total does rise, I think it's going to be because Kyler Murray runs the football, and I think it's going to be because DJ has a big game catching the ball out of the backfield. I don't think it's going to be on the back or in the hands of guys like Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald because that demands Kyler Murray to really be the guy moving the ball downfield. And so far, especially on the road, he hasn't done that. Last guy before the break, uh, Calvin Ridley. You you liked him today. I do. I like Calvin Ridley. I think Marshawn Lattimore has been brilliant. He will match up well with Julio Jones, as good as anybody can be. That means Calvin Ridley, Austin Hooper are going to have a, a lot of opportunities today. Good stuff. So a lot on, the, on your plates today at the wide receiver position. 
obviously. So we'll come back. We'll talk quarterbacks, defenses, tight ends. It's Mike and Joe. If you want the edge, get on the grid. We'll be right back on Zumo TV, Channel 719. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, everybody. We're back on Zumo TV, Channel 719 on Stir, on the Fantasy Sports Radio app. Tune in, iHeartRadio. Thanks for joining us. So let's get back to business and talking about uh, Fantasy Draft. 
The only rake-free daily fantasy site brings the heat again with a $300,000 rake-free contest. It's called the Hooter Main Event. This is the largest and only rake-free contest of its, of its kind that you will find for Week 10. And remember, only on Fantasy Draft are 100% of entry fees paid to contest winners. So sign up at FantasyDraft.com with the referral code FNTSY, and you'll get a free 7-day trial membership. That's FantasyDraft.com, referral code FNTSY for your free Seven-day trial membership. We're just a well-oiled yeah, machine here. We so. are. That's yeah. why we go to Hooters for the enormous main events. <laughs> Let's go to Fantasy Draft for the Hooter uh, main event. So, uh, all right, QBs. Let's start off with my guy. I and mean, we can start out with Pat Mahomes. We talk about him a lot. But you like Matty Ice this week. I do. He's my guy. I so love let's him. talk about Matty Ice. Why do you like him? Well, look, he's playing from behind in this game, right? And I, I understand. I, I understand the New Orleans defense has been very good. I've been the guy out here in this desk saying every week. But there's a little bit of pride here, and there's a little bit of self-respect, and there's still a lot of offensive pieces you have to worry about. And I feel like this Atlanta Falcons team coming off the bye is going to be ready to look at least go out there and compete. They're not going to win this football game. But can they compete? Yes. And are they going to be throwing the ball and being aggressive? Are they going to be behind? Yes. And I think that's the thing when you look at it. Do I want Drew Brees automatically in this game? I don't know if that's the answer. I think Drew Brees is going to have a fine game, as always. He always does in the Dome. But can you get, I don't know, a couple hundred or even $1,000 less of a quarterback and get maybe 25 to 30 points out of Matt Ryan? I absolutely think you can. And that's why I like Matt Ryan so much in this game because this is the one total I think is an absolute lock. And despite how well New Orleans has played, I do believe that Matt Ryan is a very capable quarterback, much more capable than some of the other ones they've played recently, yeah. that he can go out there and still put up fantasy. He's averaging 300 yards a game. Four, is that all? four guys in the league that are doing that right now. we got Pat Mahomes, Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, and hey, Matt Stafford. I'm missing the other one. It I might be Stafford. I think it's Stafford. So, Philip uh, Rivers was leading the league in passing coming into this week. It didn't go well. Passing yards. No, it did not, not go well not on go Thursday. Well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. Uh, we, you, so you talked about Breeze. You like him there, too, but obviously more expensive price tag there yeah it, in look, the cash if you, game if, it's safer yeah yeah you so you can go with breeze it's not a knock on him you're just saying in gpps you're trying to move around some salaries you'll take matt and ryan every little bit helps when you're trying to get cmc yeah, yeah. in a cash game lineup and going from breeze down to ryan certainly works for me i don't yeah. know why not yeah uh all right so let's talk about one of the other games that we talked about uh, throughout we talked about mike evans chris godwin and uh james winston is obviously going to be part of that passing attack james is uh averaging 300 yards a game uh passing on the year it, it ain't his fault it, it, each and every week that they're losing games. He gave up 40 last week to Seattle in a game where he was pretty capable, uh, did have the big fumble. Right. But at the same time, Jameis is lighting it up with these two receivers, so he's putting he up points. And, you know, we didn't mention Ronald Jones, who's been much yeah. better as well. That's right. probably the guy we were remiss to mention. Uh, he's played better Good of point. late. Bruce Arians has come out and said, I've got a lot of confidence in this guy, and I think he's really earned more activity, and that's a good thing. And we'll see if that indeed is true today. But that's another running back you can kind of put in that stack along with it. If you want to go for the for the trio there, you want to go for Winston, Ronald Jones, and either Evans or Godwin. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. Winston's one of these guys. It's all about can he limit the mistakes. And I think the answer is in this game, if he limits the mistakes, you're looking for a huge day, huge return. So I really like Winston today as another one of these guys you can pivot off the very top of quarterback because we all know Breeze is expensive and so is Lamar Jackson. If Jameis comes out here and starts throwing interceptions or fumbles all over the place, then this is really going to be, this could be in the end of the road, at least for this season, for starting him, simply because this is a game that they, after having two months away from home, they're finally playing a home game. 
They haven't played a home game since September 23rd. It's crazy. They had a home game in London, but they haven't been in Raymond James Stadium and the schedule, since September 23rd. The schedule maps the out pretty good for them going forward. Yeah, too. it does. It gets a little bit easier than it's been. Joe and I were talking during the break, just not to go off on a tangent because we have to get back to these other categories, but I think Tampa's the type of team that will have a puncher's chance in a lot of games down the stretch. They, offense has been turnover prone. But if they limit that, which is obviously James, James, James Winston's bugaboo, but if they limit that, I do think that they're type of team that could have like a 4-4 four and four second half of the season that might be uh, unexpected. I'm with you, man. I know we were talking about that at the break, but I, I agree. And I think this is the Godwin game. I think this goes back to Chris Godwin today. I think uh, Mike Evans has been brilliant. You can still go out there with Evans. There's no reason not to. But if you're looking to save another couple hundred dollars, you need to fit different things in your lineup. You want like a defense you want to pay up for. I think Godwin is that guy you could do it with. Some other highly projected uh, quarterbacks, according to DailyRoto.com, is, according to the optimizer, is Lamar Jackson, who's been banged up during the week but expected to play. I'm not really that concerned Illness. about his – Sick. He had yeah, a bellyache. Yeah. I'm not really that concerned about uh, him not performing well. But given what Joe has said thus far, there's he's some other options. He's been so good against Cincinnati, too. Yeah. In the short career, he's That's been right. so good. So there's no reason to think that uh, – And everybody's been good this good. year against him in particular. And going against Ryan Finley today, who – that could be a turnover-prone scenario where, uh, you know, they're getting the ball in short fields and, and punching it in. So and normally that's, this would be a huge, huge letdown game. I just can't see the Bengals yeah, being that team. I no. just can't. I can understand the letdown concept. I get it. This is the prime letdown scenario. But even if they come out flat, I don't think the Bengals can do enough here to win this football game. And yeah. I think that still means Lamar and Mark Ingram just eat all day. We've talked about Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, uh, high projections. Let me, just the uh, last couple of guys, Daniel Jones, Brian Hoyer. You like either of those guys? Uh, I'll take my chances with um, Brian Hoyer uh, against, the, uh, uh, against the Dolphins. I think that's yeah. one where you, if you want just that go down to the bottom quarterback and that's how you're going to save some cash for McCaffrey. It makes sense. I do think he can throw for 200 yards. I think he can throw for a couple touchdowns, too. He looked pretty good with Pascal last week, so why not? Uh, Daniel Jones, again, it's about mistakes. Is he going to yeah. make mistakes or is he not going to make mistakes? It's nice to see he can run the football a little bit. That's been nice. That's a bonus. And uh, we're going to find out a lot about the Jets and Giants. I feel like the Giants can take a lot more from their loss last week than the Jets can take away. And I like the Giants in this contest today. Yeah, I, I think Daniel Jones is the type of guy that you could sprinkle in a little bit and shoot GPPs, use him with Golden Tate, maybe Saquon Barkley. I, I think it. I think I can see a path to those lineups uh, working out well. I think if you're using Hoyer, I'd stack him absolutely with Marlon Mack and with Zach Pascal. That's what I'd do. You can use one of the tight ends as well, but you're going to need touchdowns there. You won't it's expect a lot of risky. yards or catches. It's very risky for the tight ends. I, I agree. Think Pascal is the way I just don't that. think they have enough volume. Yeah. Uh, I agree. The yeah. Dolphins are going to give up a lot, that's for sure. But yeah. you're right. In terms of Marlon Mack this week, the matchup is so good, you could take a shot there too. So tight ends, uh, we talked about Travis Kelsey, how he's kind of an overwhelming uh, projected top play today, but you also like Austin Hooper. Yeah, I like Hooper way better. I mean, Hooper's just been very consistent, and I do believe when you're talking about Julio maybe shying away in volume just a tad in this game, it's going to go somewhere else, and chances are it's going to go to Hooper and Ridley. So, I mean, especially with Sanu no longer on that team, why not? Yeah. So uh, that's the other thing, too. Like, Sanu used to be that guy who kind of creep in there and ruin <laughs> one of yeah. these guys' days. Yeah, it's the He's offense. Gone now. We talked about it before. The offense has become more condensed since yeah. Sanu left. We know, we know what the options are. It's Freeman, Ridley, Jones, Hooper. 
That's really None. it. So you don't have to really look beyond that. Similar to how the Rams were last year. The Rams were a good team. Falcons aren't. But much in the same way that that Rams offense was last year where you only had the four options and they didn't use anybody outside. It's 90% market share to the four players. So um, Mark Andrews, concern there for me is that his snap count dropped significantly last week. It was only 39% of the snaps last week. So using Hayden Hurst and some other options, maybe that was game planning against the Patriots. But at the same time, Andrews is a little bit of concern for those of you that have been using him on a weekly basis. One other guy I would mention is Rhett Ellison. With Evan Ingram out, Rhett Ellison has been a backup tight end for most of his career. But we have seen little glimpses at times of him being used in the red zone. And against a team like the Jets that has virtually no ability, no linebackers, and no ability to cover the tight end, Rhett Ellison is an interesting uh, uh, price relief call. guy. I think Ellison's a great call by you there. And uh, I'll tell you what, this is why I like Cooper all the more. You start to talk about these names in here, the Johnny right. Smiths of the world, the Red Ellisons, and you're talking about dart throws. You know, I know Herndon's going to play today too, they say. I don't know how useful he's going to be in this game, but we'll find out. But for me, I kind of look at this and I say, okay, give me Kelsey, give me Hooper, take away the unknowns there because there's a ton of unknowns. And I don't trust the Colts tight ends right now. I, yeah. If I had to pick one, I would pick Ebron just because of the touchdown upside there because at least if he gives you the touchdown, he finishes as a tight end one. But outside of that, man, it's throwing darts or it's going with the big two, and I'll take one of the big two, and I'll take the cheaper one in Hooper. Yeah, we mentioned John o. Smith earlier in the show. Delaney Walker is out this week, so I think John o. Smith does become playable in a game where we, we think the Chiefs could put up some points. I think John o. Smith is a guy that could see some volume. Uh, you know, at, going back to Andrews, too, because yeah, I, yeah. I know that's kind of where we started with this yeah. conversation and pivoted off. I think that was also the Patriots taking away their best weapon because clearly Andrews was their best weapon, and I think that's what the Pats do. So I don't know how much you want to take away when they saw that. They go, you know what, they're going to take Andrews away. Let's pivot this way. Let's go this way. Let's, let's not worry about trying to force feed the ball there because only bad things can happen. Yeah. So to me, I think that's a little bit of that. I, don't, I wouldn't take that too much to heart. I do think he can bounce back with Andrews this week, cool. and he'll throw the football a little bit more. It's good to um so we yeah we talked about Colts, John Smith, uh, Red Ellison. He only you know you mentioned Herndon, Ryan Griffin got in the end zone last week. He almost got in for a second touchdown. Uh, I don't know what to say. There, there's a lot of buys this week with guys that have. Um, with a couple of viable tight ends. You know, the Texans tight ends have gotten into the end zone. Fells has gotten in the end zone a bunch of times, and there's a couple of other guys out there that we've used. Noah Fant uh, was, scored a big touchdown last week. He's, He's not off out this there, week, no. So and, and now that Chris Herndon's playing, I wonder what happens to that Ryan Griffin. I agree. Because I'll tell you what, Ryan Griffin was a guy that I had my eye on, but now, I don't know. Now with Herndon's out there, I don't know how much that kind of eats into his potential snap count. Uh, just because of the buys and the way things worked out for me, I have to use Ryan Griffin in a seasonal league. So, um, you know, I'm hoping for that three-catch for 40 yards and a touchdown, I think you have to understand that the ceiling will be pretty uh, low on somebody like uh, Ryan Griffin. So let's get to the defenses. Uh, if, if, did I miss any tight ends? I think no, we talked about everybody it, wanted. So uh, uh, top defenses uh, project. Obviously, we've got the Colts going up against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, that's going to be somebody you're going to be looking at. Chiefs, Saints. Uh, give me some other ones that you like. Uh, I like the Steelers this week. I know it's kind of an oppo play, but you look at the total points, especially on the FanDuel side of the Steelers, Steelers defense last couple weeks, and it's been outstanding. It's been really solid, and some of those matchups were easier. I get it, but this whole notion that the Rams are, are the Rams of last year, I hate to break it to you. They're just not. They just don't have that same kind of offense, especially on the road. 
So I wouldn't worry too much about that. You know, the Ravens are a lock defense, I think, this week, too. I think that's a very easy one. Ravens coming off a big game, but still, that defense is very good. Joe Mixon has not been good. And then on top of that, you put in how good that run defense is. Uh, so I think it's going to be a long day here for that rookie. And like you said earlier, turnovers potentially in that game as well. So I like that Ravens D and paying up. Yeah, so a couple other uh, defenses out there uh, that project well in the DailyRoto.com optimizer are the Giants and the Browns. The Giants going up against the Jets. Uh, Jets have obviously uh, created, have had a lot of turnovers. Could the Giants create some more pressure in order to put some turnovers on Sam Darnold? Possible. The Browns going up against Josh Allen. I, I don't know about uh, See, I, I, I like the, the Bills on the other side of yeah. way more. I'm You're talking you. about Baker Mayfield who's throwing picks at an alarming rate. I think he's got 12 to just seven touchdowns. And that Bills secondary is so good. Why wouldn't you go against Baker Mayfield with the Bills secondary? I mean, I certainly would. That secondary covers well. They hit hard. To me, it's a great opportunity for them in this one. Uh, so good stuff. That's kind of the, the roundup that we wanted to give you. Again, those game stacks that we like, Arizona at Tampa Bay, Atlanta at New Orleans. Joe's in love with that one. DailyRoto.com optimizer as well. KC at Tennessee, and then a sneaky one. Well, not sneaky, but Car- Carolina at Green Bay. Even though those defenses have a lot of talent on them, we think that there's some points to be put up there, correct? There are some points to be had there. Yeah, so, some points in that game. Uh, you know, we love Michael Thomas today. Chris McCaffrey, obviously, is very high price. Some drop-downs there. Kareem Hump, J.D. McKissick. Uh, Devin Singletary at the running back position. Uh, Wide receivers. We love the Tampa wide receivers, as always. Maybe uh, Calvin Ridley, Josh Reynolds at a lower price. The quarterback position, Matty Ice at a lower price. And then Lamar Jackson, Jameis Winston, Drew Brees at the top of the board. So thanks to Chris Pavona for producing. On behalf of Joe Joe Pisapia, I'm Mike Blewett. Thanks for watching DFS Today. Roto Experts in the Morning is next. Thanks. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Miss. No, I missed. Here's what you missed on DFS Today. No, I missed. I think the... Falcons have at least a puncher's chance to keep it close. I would never predict them to win the game today simply because New Orleans is, is rested and they have uh, their full complement of weapons, but something to consider. Let's go to the last game that we're going to talk about in terms of game stacks, at least for now. Uh, Kansas City at Tennessee. you got Pat Mahomes back. That's really the story of the NFL week this week. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Patrick Mahomes being back is, uh, is a huge win for Kansas City, and let's also not forget that Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, healthy on the same field this year, has not been something we've seen very often. So I'm looking forward to seeing it today. It's a fantastic matchup, too. It's a great pairing if you want to get a little exposure to that and kind of fade away from how the high ownership of Drew Brees and Michael Thomas or the high ownership of some of the other guys that we talked about today already with James Winston and Evans perhaps as well. So Mahomes kind of falls into that category of he's still elite, but He's been away for a couple weeks, so where do we rank him? Where do we put him? He's still at the top of the board. The Titans are not going to go away in this matchup. The Titans are a pretty good football team, but at the same time, you have to imagine healthy Patrick Mahomes, healthy Tyreek Hill, healthy Travis Kelsey, that this Chiefs offense is going to roll again today. That game's at a pretty crooked number right now. Five and a half uh, is the spread, but 49 and a half total. So clearly points expected. I, uh, let's focus on Kelsey for one second. We'll talk about him again later. But on this slate in particular, granted he's expensive, but relative to the other options, Kelsey seems like the most bankable. You have Austin Hooper in a pretty good matchup, but it is a tough defense. I feel like this might be the type of week where even though he hasn't gotten into the end zone much this year, you may want to load up on Travis Kelsey. It, one of your it's certainly an opportunity. I think it's funny. It almost feels more like a GPP play because he really just hasn't gone off. He hasn't had that big Kelsey day, and who knows? It could be today, but I think Austin Hooper in cash games especially has a higher floor, so I would go that route. And then one more game, too. I think that Carolina Packer game is going to have a big total, too. CMC is going to run amok. Aaron Rodgers basically like calling a lot of guys out, too. They're back at home. Devontae Adams is back as well. I know last week was embarrassing. They go back to Lambeau. I would imagine the Green Bay Packers get right with that offense and I think Carolina can keep pace with them DJ Moore's been fantastic you look at that game log I think this is gonna be a very competitive game and a surprising total too and Curtis Samuels numbers on the year two he's got his expected uh, yardage and expected points per PPR he's been underperforming quite a bit relative what the, to what the projections are so let's just listen to the Daily Roto podcast over the course of the week and it seems like he's a guy that could regress to the mean and 
not necessarily this week, but over the course of the next couple of weeks. And it's a, it's a possibility to take a shot today. Curtis Samuel might be a guy that maybe matches DJ Moore's productions and, and rounds out this offense a little bit more. Well, he's definitely Allen. another guy that you're fighting ownership or you're looking for a little yep. one-off in a tournament, in a multi-entry tournament. I could certainly understand that. However, I think the floor of what DJ Moore is doing, you look at the game log, you look at the target volume, and yep. I know Daily Roto is big on target volume. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.